Well, if you just found us, uh, there's a lot of people speaking about the topic of non-duality. Don't know what they're saying, but when I, when I started to go around, uh, whenever, nineties, uh, I didn't hear what we attempt to share here. Yeah, or maybe I did, but it wasn't seemingly emphasized. And you have the old story. The first video we ever did was um, the lion and the sheep. And uh, it's about a mother lion and a cub. And then uh, the mother lion gets killed. I'll do it quick. People have heard it hundreds of times. but. Uh, <laughs> The mother lion gets killed, so the cub is orphaned, and it really doesn't know what the hell it is. And so it's roaming around, and it comes upon a, a herd of sheep and uh, starts moving towards the sheep. Now, the sheep knows it's the lion, so they get a little concerned. But then they realize the lion doesn't know it's a lion. So it gets ingratiated into the herd and uh, lives like a sheep from then on. And, of course... It's a little peculiar at times, you know, uh, they're complaining about who's going to be in the next sweater. It doesn't get that. It's, uh, it looks at female sheep pretty much to eat them really, but they get married and they have kids and the, the uh, kids look a little weird, but they rationalize that away. And he just becomes a great sheep elder and, uh, he's been living with the sheep for years. And one day he has all the sheep, uh, chewing cut in, in a, a plane and suddenly um, a big old lion comes down and starts chasing them. And the old lion sees out of the corner of the eye, the young lion's running and it thinks it's joining the hunt with them, but he realizes it's running with the sheep. So it veers off and it tackles the young lion and uh, the young lion rolls on its back and says, oh, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me. I'm just a humble sheep. The lion's pretty complex, uh, perplexed, so it grabs the young lion, drags it over to the water hole, puts both of their heads out over the water. The young lion sees their reflection and sort of has a, you know, wakes up. And then the old lion looks at it and goes roar. Now the young lion doesn't have to take three months of roaring lessons. It just roars because it's of its nature. And so that was all beautiful. I heard that story and it was pretty cool, but I think there needs to be a follow-up story, which is what happens when the young lion leaves the waterhole and the old lion leaves. Well, what's going to happen in my experience is that the, the programming of the sheep's going to kick in and claim the, claim the revelation that it's a lion as an experience the sheep had. And now the, the lion will start wanting to become a lion as a sheep, yes? And to me, this is a warning that needs to go with every message, be it devotion or service or whatnot, because whatever's going on, the mental state's gonna claim it to imply there's a someone that's doing it or is being done to by it, yes? It's mechanical. Your condition what you believe is your spiritual condition does not stop that mechanicalness. Yeah. So uh, what you do is you see it. Yeah? You see it from where? Not from the sheep, but from the lion. And when you see 
the manufacturing or the programming or the identification as a sheep, you see you're not that. And then that's that really. Now the, the fact has been established, not through recognizing what you are, but recognizing what you're not. That's the whole movement and direction of these talks. Yeah. So if anyone's looked at the mental activity, it's pretty fast. So the feeling of being the doer comes very quickly after any doing occurs. The feeling of being the seer comes very quickly after the, all any seeing is occurring. And the same thing with hearer, feeler, taster, thinker, or whatever. And I just don't believe there's a process in time that can outdraw that process. Yeah. So I believe as your ass is moving down to the meditation cushion, the head has you as a meditator already. And it's this, this identification as a noun, this bondage to the idea that you're the thinker and the doer is, is it. That's the, uh, that's the bondage of self. And what non-duality is saying, it, there isn't one. Yeah. So there's an activity that implies there's one. There's a mental imaging called memories that pictures you as one. There's constantly worrying about a future as you as that one pictured as a body. Yet all that activity doesn't make it so. Yeah, because you are prior to that. You are not manufactured. You didn't come to uh, appear and you're going to disappear. What we are of is not of physical, mental, emotional uh, factors. Yeah. So this is the message. So it's not about, oh, let's hear about what a lion is like, because hearing about what a lion is like as a lion will be hearing it as a programmed sheep. Yeah. So it's just going to reinforce the sheep identity. And now the sheep has a desire to become a lion, which is just another bondage of self. Yeah. So this is just turning it around and looking at what you're not. And in seeing what you're not from what you are, that's what you are, is the seeing of what you're not. Yeah. And so now uh, the idea of getting into the moment is completely erased because you can't be out of a moment. Yes. The idea that the seeker is the sort rings true. The idea that what's looking is what you're looking for rings true. That idea that the greatest mystery here is reality wanting to attain reality, being ourselves reality. That starts registering. Yes. And these are like music to the ears. Yeah? So there's the message. I think it can be repeated because it's more of an invitation or a pointing. Uh, it's almost as if you're at a dinner, dinner, but you're facing the other way. The food is right behind you. You can smell it and shit, but your eye, your self-centered uh, way of looking is looking at the kitchen and you're speculating on what's going to come out while the dinner is already served. All you need to do is entertain the possibility of turning the chair around. Yeah. In this case, it's basically like that. You're not going to convince the seer to have a new way of seeing you're going to see a, the seer as an old way of seeing. Yes, basically that's it. So uh, anybody have any questions or anything?
Jeff is raising his hand in his square. Oh, Jeff, yes. I'm, I'm jumping. I'm jumping right in, man. Great, great. Um, yes, I've, I listened to several of of your sessions on that were recorded, and um, I think I understand or beginning to understand uh, what. Whoops! Shit, shit! Shit! I'm sorry. I just muted you. Sorry, Jeff. <clears throat> I think I'm understanding. Um, can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, okay. So um, a lot of of what you're saying, but but uh, but I'm just starting. So um, what I am not. Um, this is very this is very very intriguing to me. Um, what I one thing I am not is a bitter, angry person, at this point. And when I can, when I encounter bitter, angry persons, I uh, feel uncomfortable. Now, maybe because I used to be a bitter, angry person, a uh, victim, self, you know, feeling like a victim kind of person. Oh, woe is me! Uh, the world is unfair. Uh, aren't I? You know, haven't I been abused in many ways? And I. So my question. Um, my question, I'll say the most simple way I can, I want to say it a couple of different ways. It's the same question. The simplest way is, hey, uh, this afternoon I was uh, on hold with uh, tech support for, you know, however many hours. And that's maddening. How do I, I'm an Al-Anon person. How do I keep my serenity? Or get me, let me get more specific. Um, it, if people close to me, family members, my own son, for example, is expressing lots and lots of bitterness is in a time in life where he's very bitter to, and my time that I spend with him, I love him very much. I have to listen to the bitterness. Um, and I haven't yet learned, although I don't feel bitter myself. Um, and I feel a certain amount of serenity. I can't help, but after a while of listening to his bitterness, um, it, it affects, it attacks my serenity, makes it hard for me to stay calm and peaceful and loving. And so I'm not looking for a practical answer. I'm looking for a spiritual answer. What, what do I do or think or feel spiritually that helps me stay, keep my love and serenity when I'm in the presence, sometimes extended presence of people who, who are bitter or of, you know, where I'm listening I can't help at certain point listen to the national or international news, which is terrifying, or things like that. How do I keep my serenity in a world where I am constantly bombarded and cannot truly escape um, things that that do not mix well with serenity? You're you're mute. You're muted. You're muted. I can't hear you. Oh, yep. With that question, it would be better to speak to others after the meeting because this platform isn't really about bitterness or losing serenity. It's about the, the one that thinks it's bitter or is losing serenity. Yeah. So taking the one or and taking the meaning out of the one will take a whole or will give a whole new meaning to bitter and angry and serenity. Yes. So it's the one that we are suspicious of. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of ways to have skillful means and learn about stuff, what to do and what not to do. But this platform, that's not our intention, really, at the moment. Our intention is to see who is it, who is it that's the one that's bitter and angry and who is it, who is that one that thinks it's lost serenity? Yes. 
doesn't that doesn't that help? But if I I think of the other people as if I see them as just action figures and not and not truly part of the consciousness, then if I think that well enough, then I they shouldn't bother me, right? Because I be uh, that's for you to find out. But to see the. Uh, The goals are sort of byproducts. They're not intended, yes? So the traveling lighter isn't because I set out to travel lighter. That would be heaviness. It's just an effect. So you'll see the effects effect in situations where I don't really like uh, hypothetical or, or um, something that's not happening right now, yes? So the point what we're trying to get to is this, the claiming of that lack of serenity or bitterness and whatever to imply there's a, there's a you called Jeff that's bitter and whatever, or that Jeff lost serenity, which is to me the target for this platform. Yeah, other platforms talk about what's lost, the serenity, and then the, let's say, contracting uh, attributes, bitterness and whatever, resentment. But we don't, that's not our target here. Our target here is the sense of ownership of whatever comes after, yeah? Joy or happiness or whatever, it doesn't matter. I wanna just uh, present a diagram of how the mental state takes away the living of life and replaces it with an interpretation. Yes. So life is happening. And then there's an interpretation of that as life is happening to me. And then the life is happening to me becomes more pronounced than the life is happening. And then we want a lot of change. We want a lot of things that are happening to change because of me. Yeah. So I feel this is what we speak of how it, pertains to unique situations and shit, the community can share that, yeah. My point is present uh, <laughs> non-duality actually, or actually duality, yeah. So the duality of bitterness and resentment is used to really actually see the identification as that which is before. Yeah, I have true belief that if that changes, your sense of bitterness and resentment will change. If you keep trying to change bitterness and resentments, you're just reinforcing Jeff, yeah, more and more. Yeah, and uh, that's not our target here. Yeah, so, but if you have people, a lot of people, I'm sure they stay afterwards, they're more than happy to, to have a conversation about it, yeah. Yeah. But I see, see, just like when I went into recovery, uh, my logic would have been A would go to B, and then I would arrive at C. They would go K to C. Yeah. So I would be bitching about my situation, no money, no place to go. And I'd go on. And after 15 minutes, the person would say to me, uh, go to a meeting. And I just didn't see what that had anything to do with what I'm talking about. And in fact, it didn't, but it was going to the real root of the problem. 
Yes? So I went to that meeting and I got relief. Yeah? If I would have, just like a lady I, I used to do some stuff with in recovery, she went to this program and she had a job and a girl and a, a boyfriend and some money. And that was holding her back to enter this program. And then the lady who ran the program told her, you're going to, if you don't go to this program, you're going to lose that money, that boyfriend in that place. And it happened. Yes. So, yeah. So people have the mental logic thinks it has a sense of what's a problem and what's the solutions. Yeah. That whole logic is the problem. Yeah. Yes. So this is sort of uh before the thing goes into a dualistic thing, serenity, uh, anxiety, that shit. What is that singularity, that proposed singularity that's dealing with the duality of living? Yes. That singularity I don't believe exists. It's just a mental activity. Yet it's giving a lot of meaning to the dualistic experience. A lot of meaning. Yes? Yeah. So instead of changing the experiences that are happening or not happening, I just look at who is it that's having those experiences. I find more value there, much more. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, other people work on the other level of let's let's see why you're bitter and whatever. And let's see if we can have a meeting with all the concerned people and get a different way of cohabitating. And that's great also, but this isn't that platform. Yeah. 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 So see, if I was a therapist, a psychiatrist, I would have specialized on what's not happening. And I would have had to work just one day, really. And I would have made enough money to probably retire because people would sign up for a 60 minute you know, appointment, I could sign up about 60 people for that day, because when Mr. Smith came in and started bitching about tons of shit, I would look at Mr. Smith and say, hey, that's not happening. See you next week. Yeah. 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 So I probably wouldn't have gone far in the therapeutic world. I have concern for temporary conditions. I do, but I don't see temporary conditions as the dominant effect. I don't. Yeah. So I much rather go to uh, what's giving the meaning of the of the experiential conditions. Yeah, because it's definitely not the experiential conditions giving themselves their own meaning. It's us giving them the meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of like when you'd, you know, you'd be living in, uh, you know, Burlingame near San Francisco, and then you'd, you'd say, I hate this place, and then you move to Thailand. After a few months, Bangkok looks like Burlingame. Because <laughs> you're there. <laughs> I'd be great with if I didn't have any problems. <laughs> yeah, so yes, but th welcome. And uh, a lot of people spend, you know, hang out afterwards and 
they can express how they've they've ex they've observed they've traveled lighter without directly tackling a lot of things yes yeah yeah so i really like to walk into a situation situation with an i don't know than a, a pre-programmed uh response yeah just go in and see what happens i always find it works better that way yeah hmm Probably why I don't get hired much at job interviews, probably. <laughs> so nice to see you, Jeff. Yeah. You get that a little, eh? Yeah. The more important thing is not the contempt the temporary condition. It's the, the idea of a condition having those temporary conditions, yeah? While all the temporary conditions change and come and go, that imagined condition of you as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity is given a historical stability that's not deserved, yes? And there's more meaning in that being transferred to what's happening than what's happening is transferring meaning to that. A whole lot more, yeah? So as an economical move, it's much more efficient to look at what's before than try to get lost in what's happening after. Yeah. Yeah. My feeling. My feeling today right now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's beautiful because let's say uh, there's a feeling of lost serenity, yeah? Then you could ask a simple question, not religiously, but throw it in there every once in a while. Well, who is it that lost the serenity? And of course, it would say me. And then maybe ask that me, who's me? And then usually there's a sense of space or something, and you get and that me can actually be halted and something continues. So that which continues isn't that me. That me is a mental activity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why would I want to live from that? Uh, if I can live as something else. Yes. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Yeah. There was an implied duality there, I, I guess. Yeah. But it's all right because it the the implied duality is great because it 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 is used to look at the implied singularity, which isn't singularity. You're not a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. <laughs> You're not one amongst many. It's not the truth. Yeah, it's an activity, a mental activity. So. It's completely dualistic, but it hides in this idea of being singular by representing itself as a body that looks different than other bodies, but it's completely clothed in duality. It's a sense of subject-object all day, right, where you and I stand. Sometimes you're the thinker and sometimes you're the thought about. Sometimes you're seen as the subject, sometimes you're seen as the object. Yeah. <laughs> But see, we don't see that duality. We see the duality of, you know, connected, disconnected, far, close, you know, 
desire, hate, whatever, love, hate, all these, but we don't see, maybe we do, I hope so, the duality of what we are all day. Sometimes, don't you feel like you're the thinker of the thoughts sometimes? And don't you feel like you're the object of thoughts being thought about? Yeah. Which is it? It's neither. That's what non-duality is. It negates both. So you're not the the, you're not the subject that's pictured as an object, and you're not the object, yeah? I don't know what you are, and I don't care, but it's nice to know what you're not, because the head is living as if you're that, yeah? It's believing that it's singular, and it's, and it's removed from the dualistic coming and going and the high and the low, and therefore it's super pissed when good feelings don't stabilize and don't stay exactly that way for the rest of your life. It's, that's not on the menu here. Right. This traveling lighter doesn't mean everything is great. It means you can, you'll travel through you'll travel lighter through whatever life has in store for you, and there are gonna be ups and downs in it because that's the currency of this place. You can you can you can cut a coin a hundred thousand times. It's still going to be two sided. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the reality is non duality. The experience of this dreaming is duality. But we think we're a singularity that's being imposed upon by duality. It's like Dracula going out to hunt vampires. So it keeps everyone's suspicion off of it. Yeah. yeah. But no. The activity of Jeff and Paul is completely dualistic. It swings from object to subject to object to subject, and then it it actually ends up as a hybrid, like a Prius with a little gas motor. It's it's like a hybrid of I'm the subject, but I'm as an object. <laughs> so now the object becomes <laughs> the source of the subject. Yeah. I'm I'm conscious. Who's represented when you go, I'm conscious? Is consciousness represented or is it an image of a body? It's an image of a body. So you're basically saying the object is the source of subjectivity. That's duality. This is what non-duality negates. It's that simple. It's you know, it's not like I look at these giant movements of the world and I see duality. Just go to the microscopic. See, in, see, listen to five minutes of your head and you'll see it right there. Your head thinks of, you're either the thinker or the thought about like every other second. It's amazing. Yeah. So if you're, if you're, if you're connected with the non-duality, Basically, these kinds of things don't really affect you. I mean, or they're they're kind of irrelevant. Um, if they're, they affect if they're, you, but they don't affect the you that you are. They affect the you that you're appearing to be, for sure. They affect the, they affect the action figure, and you can yes. just you know, let that go, right? So you just you just don't pay that much attention to the action figure. Or I'm trying oh, to figure out how to live. Lots of interest. Yes, there's a. a, a it's not a specific loss of interest. It's a it's a loss of interest. Yeah. And so basically that which would grab your attention and hold it for 30 minutes doesn't anymore. Yeah. Right. So things are more seen as coming and going instead of right. trying to do things away 
and build fucking walls for things not to come. Yes. Yeah. And so what you mean by traveling lighter is that, yeah. okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, no other hands are up. Anybody else want to raise their hand? We have someone uh, from Brazil here. Is this your first time, hon? Yeah, that's the one who spoke earlier, Chris. Oh, Chris. All right. Nice. Nice to see you. Yes. Remember, you don't... You, the words don't mean much, yes? Hopefully there'll be a sense of something. Yeah? A sense of something in the, in the satsang. Don't get worried about understanding the words. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a booby prize, really. Yeah. Want to take your hands now? Oh, there's Hari. Nice to see Hari. Uh, Hari has a question. Yeah, Hari and Deborah. Hopefully, it's not about my the nut nut pod. I don't know. It's worried. <laughs> Did you get them? <laughs> yes, I've used them with my granola. Okay, good. Good, you approve. Um, I, I I'm a little brash because I don't really have a question, but what you just said is was my day, uh, subjectivizing an objective thing that rules my you know seems to um you know occupy my my headspace and my narrative all day um uh it's not a question because i i mean all i can say is you know this there's a sense of like when am i going to get it you know i mean sometimes i understand really well and other times it's kind of an aside, but it seems like the only way I can get anything done from an executive function point of view in my life is to force myself to be in that confused, subjective, objective, you know, imaginary me all day long, because otherwise I, uh, I have no choice. It's like the only way to clean up the house and to do my taxes is to be that person, right? Um, I mean, I, I assume with time, if I were ever really comfortable traveling a lot lighter, it wouldn't be so bad, but with the ADD or whatever it is, you know, it's almost like I have to use a third person, an imaginary person to get my life done, you know, but, but in the meantime, that's all that ever happens. Remember that the, the part of the head that's observing that isn't, is of that, of that. Yeah. See, there's the part a, of the head. yeah, see, you have an extended policeman. There's a thief and then you have, the policeman, and then you got a sergeant of policemen. Yeah, uh, yeah it's true. Yeah. So now you're looking at the thief and the policeman, but it's from a, a policeman point of view still, I feel. Yeah. That's yeah, I got to sit with that for a second. As opposed to the sergeant's point of view. No, I think the sergeant's point of view is having a lot to say. What it is, is uh, you're seeing all of that from around it, you know? not in it yeah right see so the non-duality points out what's gonna think it got the message so you can see it's not you and then what's like watching over 
the double aspect is part of that still. Yeah. Can you, can you say that one more time? I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> or something well, like it. I, I, crazy is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that which is observing the craziness and adding to it isn't what we are. Yeah. It's an extension. It's like, all right, you know the you you know the policemen that that work from one precinct. It's sent from another precinct, reviewing the policemen of your precinct in the thief. Yeah, <laughs> you get like a double whammy. You not only have one observer, you got two. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of the head, the head's uh, you know has an extreme life, so it's sort of. It's like a ladder with an extension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. That third aspect still want, thinks it can get the message. And see, that's when you see, if you can see that third aspect of the two, then there'll be a giving up of that wanting to get the message. Because not because it will stop wanting it, you will actually see it as not you. That's the message, really. Yeah? The message is seeing you're not that that wants or has to get the message. It's true. Right. Yeah. So some some people have the typical thief policeman dynamic. Some have a policeman and commandante. <laughs> it's, an, <laughs> it's an extreme policeman. <laughs> you know what I mean? So knowing all these opportunities and possibilities there's still no peace because it's yeah it's patrolling the beat yeah don't you feel it yeah 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 all all day all day uh i so mean in a it, way <laughs> yeah it would have it would actually in a weird way it would have been easier if it was just a thief and a policeman but because of so much knowledge and everything you something has mutated into a, a super police <laughs> so, uh, it's uh yeah i'm definitely i'm not i'm not the only one with this uh extra no no, no. no for common on the spiritual path i'm sure very common because most of uh, people have a, a ruminating of that already yeah, it just doesn't have a high enough perch to be seen to see itself as different than the other two aspects. But with a lot of spirituality, it can get a high enough perch that it becomes supposedly a very light observer, but it's very, very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. So just tell the truth about it. There's nothing to do. You just reveal it and then shit happens, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I Got mean, it. this Thank has you. never been, this is, this has never turned into a call to arms for me. It's always disarming. I see more of what I'm not and it doesn't move me to do anything. It's just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the, the, this, that one aspect, uh, see, it's sort of a drag because it won't let you be the thief. 
so you can yeah. have some fun. Right. It, and the other policemen, uh, you know, may have become friendly with you by walking the beat. This is this is so. This is this is some different aspect, yeah. But I, you know, a lot of people I know who have a sensitivity. There's an extreme little version that kicks in if they get if a lot gets revealed, yeah. What do you mean sensitivity? A sensitivity, another observer of the observer type thing. Mm. Yeah. I guess it's like the word meta would be applied in there somehow. Yeah, meta, right? yeah. Meta. But for me, an understanding of it is is a big uh, crack in the veneer, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Harry. You Thank you. <laughs> okay. Was I standing up too long, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm just making fun of the, the sergeant thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Deborah is next. Deborah, yes. I just have a question, but a little comment. Yeah, she, Hari doesn't have a corner market on that. It's like, uh, yeah, that, I experienced that too. It's like this subtle, there's not enough distance from it to see so it's like you're still in it you know you're still <laughs> it's like a well, mirror within a mirror when or something. Out, when it pointed you it out uh, a possibility shows up i'm not that right. Yeah. right yeah yeah because if yeah that's the point of it really is this That's why when you said backing into the parking spot instead really made a lot of sense to me. It's kind of like. Yeah, you know, but it's just is, any target is going to be misdirected. So you just, uh, it's just, uh, yeah. And the question I had was um, I was at the last non duel and kind of thinking, like, how does, how does this whole duality world start? And I was wondering, you know, isn't it really when we start to learn language that creates a duality, kind of? Well, it's sure the hell supports it, yes. Yeah. It's almost like... Um, well, I can, the thing is, nothing is created because it's not real. Right. So it appears, yeah? We are the reality, so things appear as real to us, so to speak, yeah? Yeah, I don't believe there's any, there's a, a real duality, yes. Right, okay, I see what you mean, yeah. It's just a way of seeing nothing as two distinct, you know, poles of a something, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's all I have, thank you. Yeah, thank you, hon. We got, uh, being and something and we got Matthew yes we have being at the beach it looks like hey guys hey Paul Joey here Joey another great session uh, Paul I, I had a question for you is uh, whenever I ask a question or a question is being asked you hear it but there's no understanding 
from there, correct? I mean, there's no understanding anywhere there, but there's a hearing. Yes, yeah. And so, by the way, thanks for that movie, Moon. Uh, I don't know if you recommend it, but you mentioned it. I saw it and it really did a good mind melt. And uh, Yeah, it's good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing is, it, it seems like uh, it seems like what takes place here in this in this whatever is that we get born into a knowing cult, and uh, we have these images called our parents. They see, they seem to know stuff, and then it gets worse. We go to education; they seem to know stuff, and then we're pretty messed up. But then some of us go for extra punishment to college, and uh, this knowing cult. Uh, get twisted and turned but it seems like really we're all here to i'm here to get something but there's nothing to get because there uh from the absence of paul there's nothing there to get so there's no knowing of what this is i mean we could be a uh we could have done a mushroom trip in in, in a different planet 10 years ago and we're still tripping for all we know we could be yeah. a, a butterfly a butterfly could be dreaming this there, there's so it seems a, very, a, lot, a lot of humility to just kind of raise the hand and say, hey, I'm Joey and I'm a, a knowing-aholic, there, but there's no, there's no knowing, there's no conclusion, it seems like. It seems like there, the only difference is you, 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 you don't know, but there's no knowing possible there. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, like in Zen, they would say the highest form of mind is don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, so... So yeah, so it seems it seems uh, uh, very humbling to just kind of just accept that. Uh, hey, I, I just don't know what this is, and no one and no one no one is here to know what this is, and that's, that's well, that's the thing. Uh, first of all, uh, a lot of stuff going on is way beyond our pay scale. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So it's uh, <laughs> and. The point we're speaking of is not a knowing because you can't know what you are. The value of knowing is based on what you're not. Yeah. You can know what you're not. Yeah. But the beauty of being what we are, there's no knowing of that. Yeah. 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 The knowing has its own little uh, ballpark and measurements, and it doesn't play on certain, in certain fields, yeah? And that mm -hmm. because we are what we're wanting to know is the beauty of it, so. Like when I first heard satsang, I was at one of these satsangs and uh, I had a hit, like an unspoken yes, and it was like knowledge before knowing, yeah? It was very cool, very cool. And uh, it had a big impact on me. And for me, it's just, you know, I, I'm pretty, I've been dumbed down quite a lot, actually. <laughs> and and in, the knowing, in the knowing culture, to say you've been dumbed down or a fool or ignorant or, you know, like Schultz and Hogan heroes, I know nothing, I see nothing. In this cult, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassing thing to say that, but it's, it's very truthful. It's, uh, yeah. The, yeah. I'm happy to see you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Paul. One more question is just the, uh, the, the not this, not the superhero. Isn't that duality? If something gets negated, isn't it also the superhero? Can the superhero get a little bone too? For it? <laughs> it, it is and isn't. 
Uh, no, say that again. I couldn't hear you well. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, on the on the negating the neti neti, the not the superhero. Doesn't that put us into duality if it's not something? Isn't it? Isn't it? Is and isn't it? Is the superhero and isn't the superhero still the superhero well, can it, get a little gold medal? Can, or... <laughs> it can if there's a belief that there's a someone that can be put into duality. Or it can be seen as just not that, yeah? And then it's just a finding. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see much any other way. Uh, you, ha you have to get to the imaginary one and then see that as not so, and then that's the end of it, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a finding out or a sensing of of uh, whatever. There's no way you can't really go into great detail because it doesn't have many details. But you take that that train and then it just runs out of track. Yeah. 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 OK. OK. But the head, of course, could show up and say it's there and claim it as. Yes, it's just I'm that which has been, been, you know, the opposite of the negating. I am the superhero, whatever. Yes. And then but mm -hmm. then you just see you're not that. Yeah. That train runs out of track. Yeah. Yeah. And you're always left back at the station, tell you the truth. Yeah. But thanks. Okay. Nice. You thank again. you, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yes. Oh yeah, no problem. Thanks, Joey. Right, hey, Paul. So, I I think I'm getting this with the traveling lighter because with this illness I have, Paul. You know, I've noticed that if I'm the action figure, if I'm thinking from the point of view of the action figure or that lowercase self, I become obsessed and I freak out and I'm doctor googling constantly to figure out but when i see myself as not the action figure but consciousness i'm able to just not worry as much about it i feel like i'm part of something bigger that even my own death doesn't make me as fearful because it's seeing my bigger at uppercase self as part of just I'm not this action figure. So if I die, if this action figure dies, it's not the end of me, I'm consciousness. It's not the end of consciousness. I get less obsessed, but I pinball back and forth between that, Paul. It's hard for me to just yeah. stay. But you don't. Yeah, I don't, but the action figure claims the mental state has a great ability of claiming. Yes. So with that understanding, you'll see more of what you're not. Yes. Yeah. So. Then I, and then I, is that the traveling wider that you're talking about? Yes. Is, yes. And then Paul, when it talks about like handing over my will and my life to God, as we know it. To the but, care of God. Care. To the care, our will to the care of God. But we are consciousness. There's nothing to hand over. 
Yeah, but this is sort of like a dance. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't want to have a, a a void that doesn't have any art in it, do you? No. But the ocean does <laughs> the ocean something. really think about the wave, Paul, that's crashing onto the shore, or it just the ocean is the ocean. The wave's life comes to an end. Is the wave well, the wave never never began because it was always the ocean. Ocean. So, yeah. So the ocean can see itself as a wave for sure. So the ocean is waving. I can say, okay, I'm seeing myself waving here, and this is going to. But it. The wave is the one that can get freaked out. The ocean's not freaked out because it's the ocean. It just sees itself waving. Of course, because the wave feels it loses itself when it hits the shore. Right. The ocean doesn't. So as the ocean, I the feel... Wave is, the wave is defined by a form. So when the wave crashes, it's lost its form. So now it thinks it's, a non it's an extinct wave. Yes? Right. But in and fact, it was, it's always been the ocean, yes? Right. And that's the claiming, the wave claiming it's a self independent. Yeah, life. it's the head. So right. the thing is, the head, the traveling lighter is in spite of that. It doesn't, that doesn't become the traveling lighter's ally. It's just in spite of it. It's instead of having so much interest and attention, that interest and attention that would be on you, thief, policeman, super policeman, gets dispersed, yeah? Yeah. So now you have a panoramic view that includes these myopic activity. Instead of when you seemingly are in the myopic activity, part of the myopic activity is a denial of the panoramic. It has to. To make itself look very big, it has to deny the bigness that already is. Yes, correct. So I this that clearly this, this traveling lighter, uh, what wants to know the ocean isn't the ocean; it's the fucking wave. Yeah. So then you lose interest in the wave, and you lose interest in knowing the ocean and what it's going to do and not do, and then you're just being the ocean. Yeah. You're just being. So Paul, I know what we're. I'm not. But what am I? I'm well, not. I don't know. I don't know. You just live. You just be. Then you don't worry about what we are. Well, it, your your idea of having choice of volition is ended at that way before that point. You know what I mean? You're just here. Yeah. 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 And the sense of individuality has a sense of free will, and so you think, oh. I'm going to go out the back door instead of the front door. <laughs> you know what it says? So, yeah. So if you, you lose interest in the idea of free will, not because you've tried to lose interest in this idea of free will, but you've lost interest in the individuality, which is the basis of the idea of free will. Yes? Yes. So I'm not going to go to a free will or is it predetermination or free will seminar? I'm not going to go there because I have no interest in it as a topic. I don't care because I believe, as Ramana put it, if there's a sense of individuality, it's, he's not saying if there's an individual, 
He's saying if there's a sense of individuality, which there is in the action figure, there's going to be a sense of free will. <laughs> Everyone wants to say, I don't have free will as that which has a sense of free will. It's insane to me. Yeah, just just go and order a vanilla when you thought you were going to order a chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So you lose interest in a lot of these profound topics, too, of what am I or what was I or what's going to happen. You just don't care anymore. The yeah. ocean doesn't isn't out there pondering who am I and what am I? It the just, ocean seems zillions of waves. You know what I mean? Yeah. If one would have caught its eye, it would have happened already. <laughs> <laughs> it's seen millions of them. So I'm sure one wave is just like another wave, even yeah. though the wave doesn't think so. <laughs> the ocean sure does. <laughs> That's what happens a little bit. As you're running around life as a wave, you get a little sense of oceanness dropping in. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's just. A <laughs> and then the wave, always thinking it has a lot to do with shit. It's so clear to the wave it has nothing to do with what's happening. Yeah, that there's a humility in it. Yeah, right. and the humility breaks the definition of the wave up a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't stand out as a, such a unique, special wave. There's a humility. Yeah. And uh, it's more akin to the ocean, even with the contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Humility and then peace of being the ocean. And just well, yeah. Well, uh, it's really peace about not being what you thought you were. I mean, the idea that you were that which you're not was is a very agitating. Act. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Paul. Love I would, I, it's going to be very difficult to satisfy satisfy something that's never satisfied. <laughs> it's a little bit whoa. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I thought Bali was going to do it. No, Bali didn't do it. I thought maybe I got to go to Mexico, Bali, and then to the Caribbean in one trip. <laughs> You realize uh, that which is agitation only begets more agitation. Yes. Yeah. Maybe Italy will do it, Paul. Maybe Italy. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding out hope. Yes. At least I'll get a good espresso there. Yeah. My target is very low right now. Some good leather goods and espresso. <laughs> Nice to see you, Matthew. I understand. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And this stuff is, uh, you're wanting to clear the water makes it more muddy. Yes. Yeah. The clarity will show up when it likes and, and yeah, it's, and then a lot of things, when you get a sense of something, uh, and really get a sense of it, it takes away that there was a lack of it or the longing for it. It just says it's always been this way, really. Yeah. It's not like I wasted 60 years. No, there's been no waste, nothing. This is, yeah. 
many of us must have had that sense at times where something downloads and just says it's always been this way. So it negates everything you thought had meaning that happened before and all the meaning you're giving to what you think is going to happen later. A little taste of this can just negate the whole thing in a like one fell swoop. Not in a violent way, just as a matter of fact. Yeah. In other words, nothing has ever changed that which is unchangeable. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. I would think that would bring a certain assurance or relief in this, you know, experiential, agitated, time-based little pilgrimage, yeah? Yeah. I mean, going to Mecca would probably go a lot better if you know you're already in Mecca, yeah? I mean, I would think it would... <laughs> Just, yeah, so... And then, of course, the head may ask, why are you going to Mecca? Hey, just for, fucking for the fun of it. <laughs> I'm already in Mecca, but we're going to make a beautiful Mecca and we're going to go walk towards it. And we're going to tell stories about the last time we were in Mecca. It's great. What the hell? All the while knowing we never left Mecca. <laughs> I don't see any conflict in that. Yeah. Remember when Nizagadada, you ever hear some of the stories? Nizagadada Maharaj, she smoked cigarettes. I went to where he used to sell the cigarettes in, uh, in uh, Mumbai, Bombay. And uh, people from the West would tell him, you know, you should stop smoking cigarettes and shit. And he said, hey, give the body a bone. You know what I mean? It likes the nicotine. And then he'd come in and he'd clean all the pictures and polish the mirror. Why? He's the... You know, because he liked it. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> Do you want to dry up every ounce of art in this this form of expression called living? I mean, that's not non-duality. Yeah. There's no paintings in the void. <laughs> 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 no laughing, no laughing in the voice. There you go. There's nothing funny here. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. The head, I feel, uh, you can't stop it from making whatever you come in contact with something. But you can basically see you're not that and lose interest in that something. You can, yes. But it's going to do what it does. If you bring it to heaven, it'll probably have an opinion about heaven in about five minutes. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Yeah. But thank God we're not that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone else here? Any questions? Yep. Yep. And, uh, but I wanted to mention that Kathleen's head and her recliner have been enthusiastically nodding yes. <laughs> Oh great. That's her now that's her now permanent state, confused and happy. Yeah, it has Not been for a while, but the, anyway. Yes, Brandon. Brandon is up now. Hi Brandon. Hey, how's it going? Brandon. Uh yeah, I was just gonna share a little bit, uh just kind of 
piggyback off of what you've been talking about. Um, when I first, I remember when I first started coming to these meetings a couple of years ago, um, I was really trying to understand non-duality as what I'm not. And uh, as I've lost interest, my the experience I'm having is I'm actually, from what I am, it seems like I'm just seeing duality more clearly. It just feels like there's a relaxed kind of just acceptance of it. And now all my like learning and knowing from the action figure is used to in the duality world rather than trying to understand non-duality. So there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of before I would, I thought, Oh man, if I really get this, I'm, I'm not going to want to do anything. <laughs> or like I'm just going to be like a, a monk sitting, you know, in, in in a in a lotus position forever, you know. And uh but it's been the opposite I've experienced where I'm actually it's actually like it's almost like I've been freed and liberated to actually engage in music on a deeper level and relationships on a deeper level. Um and because I'm not, I'm no longer really trying to understand the, what I can't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, uh, it's just something I wanted to share because uh, I, I just keep, it seems like I just keep losing more and more interest in that, um, in the head or whatever, or what I'm not. And ironically, it seems like I've become more of a genuine, authentic person. Rather, before I thought I would become... I don't know what I thought. I had some kind of vision that I would become some kind of spiritual, I don't know, whatever, you know, person that didn't really do anything. Yeah, that's basically usually how it goes, what you're describing. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 I've, you know, in a, as a historical story, I've really wanted to get out of here since I've been six years old or something. Not a huge drive that found its way, you know, expressed its way in science fiction and Edgar Allan Poe when I was a kid. Then it was drugs and drinking. Then it was spirituality. Then it was drugs and drinking again. And uh, realizing you can't escape from an imaginary place has been incredibly uh, liberating. Yeah, it liberated me from the need to be liberated. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I never get gypped, sleeping, awake, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do feel way more present and engaged in this dualistic thing than I ever have, for sure. Just... Yeah, well, it gives you the liberty to do that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the see. There are different log logics than mental logic. The mental logic of self-centeredness, if you're in it, it makes sense. If you see it from outside, it's insane. It's just totally crazy. And so uh, you get introduced to a new forms, new forms of logic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh 
they may say a lot less, but they definitely direct a lot more. You know, they're very, very pronounced, but they don't have a giant advertising campaign to support them. Yeah. And uh, I feel in my experience, there was it has been a seamless demonstration of a different logic. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the logic of Zen, you will see blue is blue and red is red. The logic of the horse in front of the cart, you know, these things. And uh, they don't break apart. They're seamless. Yeah? It just works. So yeah. it's almost instead of just having one news feed, now uh, there's an accompanying, an, an accompanying feed that makes fun of the news feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it turns it into comedy. <laughs> Before there was only CNN, CNN, and now there's Comedy Central satiring CNN all day. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I like how you explained the, the the kind of the new logic that kind of seeps in because I've noticed because I've been a musician for twenty years and I'm it's a lot different now. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. people from the outside probably wouldn't necessarily notice too much, but for me, the experience and just how I play music and how I'm interacting with it is so different than it used to be. Um, yeah, do you know how, like, some people get introduced to music and the, uh, like, the scale or the notes or a, a beat is a certain beat? And then you go to Africa and they play around with that beat or the this timing, yes? Yeah, yeah. So some of the great musicians of here added on to their mus- the music by going to these other places. They're getting a new understanding and almost like a new logic, yes? Right. So like the, that little rift in African music, yeah, that is quite contrary. I don't know what is it a two by. There's different beats. Right, it's right. A completely different beat that than blues or is, right. Yeah, and yeah. so it's cool. Yeah. So you, it's all music, but now you're hearing it in a different way, and you can express it, and you can actually it can express through the old ways also. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Which would actually bring out the best of the old ways by adding a new logic or a new uh phraseology so to speak yeah with the cadence and the you know the chorus and everything yeah Yeah. so well it's fascinating because when i play i play around town here in kansas city and i you know i'm on stage and when i'm improvising sometimes the head comes in and i i which is what i used to always improvise from the head more i was trying really trying to show off and trying to show people that i could play well and it was fine i mean the music is is good but when i started hearing the message and just kind of losing interest in the head and then it's more of this just observation watching and feeling as the fingers move across the fretboard sometimes i play very similar shit that i played with the head but now the room is like the tension is coming at me everybody's feeling this like you know energy move and it's just way I don't know. It's yeah. just it's just really wild. Yeah, these are these are the aspects of traveling lighter. You get to notice, yes. Yeah, While it's traveling lighter. Yes. Right. In other words, yeah. uh, it's more uh, inclusive and exclusive. It doesn't yeah. see 
something has to be dispelled. It just needs to be reconfigured. Yes. So, yeah. And loss of in the interest just needs to shift. Right. So there's way too much interest in the mental condition. The mental can condition can't lose interest in the mental condition. Right. So you see that fallacy. And then suddenly there's a shift of interest. Yeah. And yeah. you notice it and you observe it. And so now you're on to something new that you were never taught in a way. You, you're learning by following a certain, uh, it's like putting on a pair of glasses non-duality. They allow the, the, the same eyes to see differently. Yes? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Well, it's fascinating, too, because when the opposite occurs, I can feel like sometimes the attention of the room gets a little overwhelming. And yeah. the head will come in and I'll start playing through the head and then I can feel the the, the attention just kind of leave. <laughs> so it's like yeah. I kind of captured the room for a little bit and then I got a little overwhelmed or whatever. Or the action figure gets overwhelmed and then the head comes back in and then then people kind of lose interest a little bit in what's going on. It's that's okay, but that's going to change. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah, it's just part of the process is what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah, you get right. used to it. Yeah. Right. And then that which makes a statement that is getting too much, you see is not you. And so, right. yeah, right. something right. can continue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to see you, bro. Thank you for that share. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Beautiful. And Bruce. We uh, have Bruce. Bruce, has, Bruce yes. is. Bruce uh, has his hand up. Yes. All right. There goes the hand. Hi, everyone again. Thank you all. This Bruce. is great. Um, it shouldn't should be pretty brief. That, what I've heard a lot in the non-duality is like the uh, the birds in the tree. To you know the bird building the nest, you know, living life, raising a family, and then next bird up, watching, seeing it. And then that bird too can be seen. Well, I had, there was a poem way back uh, 40 years ago. It was a person, say, on the beach, on the shore, where the waves come in, watching the waves come in. And then there, say, a lifeguard, um, observing the woman watching the waves and say me the seer watching the lifeguard watch yeah um so in a sense the seer me can always be seen it can always see the seer so that object subject thing but that there there's there is seeing every the the woman is, there's a, there is the seeing of the waves and there is the seeing of the woman seeing the waves and there's the seeing of the lifeguard seeing, but there's no, there can't be a seer because the seer can always be seen. I don't know, this is crazy. It did that, I feel that, yeah, it's all come out. It's all coming out. Thank you. <laughs> crazy. You know, Monty Python had a skit, yeah, uh, <laughs> the English troupe. And the, the skit was, you could tell they were in an English garden, but they were wearing like safari outfits and khaki shorts. And they were, they were on a, you know, safari and 
they run out of water and food and there was concern and then they break through the hedges and they notice there's a film crew and the film crew has sandwiches <laughs> and then they give them water and then and then there's a film crew filming that film crew yes <laughs> on, and on. on and on and on and on yes but yeah. see everything that's seen can't be the seer or the seeing i mean yeah yeah. yeah, and there's no fear of the seeing. That's the beauty of it. There's just seeing. Yeah. Okay. That's where there's no knowledge there. There's no need for it. You've come to the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit you thought was valuable, you just put down. Be like a little kid. You become a little kid again, basically. It's worth a laugh. A little kid has to shave occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you all. Yeah, thanks you, Bruce. Nice to see you. What time? Is it, is it over, Mike, now or what? Thanks a lot, Bruce. Uh, oh, yeah. Northern Inch right now. Yeah, let's uh, call it a night, eh? All right, Mike. I'm going to be seeing you very shortly, eh? Yeah, less than so, two weeks. So the people also, I think Matthew's here. We're going to have a meeting at the house if you can get out, Matthew, at our house Saturday at yeah, 1 o'clock. I'm going to make a part. I don't know how long I can stay, but I want to see you before yeah, you go. Yeah, just come on over, and there'll be, we'll have some food and coffee and stuff. And uh, right. Yeah. So there's, a, there's going to be a live meeting this week, but it's going to be at my house. I think it's on the website. Yeah, I said online only. Um, do you want me to put your address in? For no, no, we'll do the Zoom also, but we're going to do, yeah, it's going to be at my house. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a live. So yeah, I think that's up. If it isn't, if it can be put up, yeah. Yeah, no, I put up the, yeah, check it. It's the schedule for September and it says online only for Saturdays except for 917, no meeting. Yeah, but I mean, this is before September, so the Saturday no, is no. Today is August thirty first, so oh, it is a September. Oh no, so there is going to be a meeting, so we need to change that. Okay, at out at my house. So if you can do that, that would be great. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. So thanks, Mike. As always, I'll see you on Thursday, probably. No, I'll see you in a week or so after. We'll be we're going early, so oh, to Italy. Okay. Yeah. In touch. All right. Let's do it. Nice to see you, my friend. Craig M., nice to see you. There he is. He's gazing afar. We got Tyler. Nice. Tyler, you're, you're settling into Mendocino, eh? Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I might be in Marin this weekend. So, uh, yeah, come over to that house. Yeah. What yeah. time is it? At one. At one? Okay. Um, I'll talk to Mike. the address? I don't have the address. Yeah, Mike, Mike will give it to you, yeah. Okay. It'll be in the uh, details of the of the events. For Saturday, yeah. Okay. It's in Novato. 828 Wilmack Avenue. Okay. 828 Wilmack Avenue. W-I-L-M-A-C. At noon? Novato, 1. 1 p.m. One. Okay. Cool. Novato, not Nevada. Novato, <laughs> California. 
All right. Good. I look forward to seeing you, Tyler. It'd be nice. Hey, David, nice to see David from down under. Yes? Yeah. We got Paul H. What is that? What was Young, Young talked about the shadow? I'm getting tired of the shadow of Paul H. in the Zoom. Yes? <laughs> we got a new. I'm looking forward to seeing a new. We got William. Yes, it's the we, bro. Yeah. The we of no me and no you and no I. How could there be a we? Don't worry about it. Just feel it. Yeah. We got Stefan on having never left. We got the uh, Matthew Jeff uh, uh, combo right there. Yep. We got Kenneth, Vancouver. Nice to see you, Kenneth, our Buddhist scholar. We got Brandon. Brandon has some nice music posted in uh, in our website. I'd recommend some really, uh, a, a lot of people have donated some really nice music that's on our website. Yeah, check it out. Uh, we've got Chris from uh, Brazil. Nice to meet you, Chris. Yes, I hope we have the pleasure of you showing back up. We'll see you later. We've got Bruce, Bruce, Deborah, Hari. Hari's a, a beautiful, beautiful woman. She's such a friend. She sent me a lot of uh, organic creamers <laughs> for my latte. It's fantastic. We got Kathleen, very happy and uh, confused. Yes, there you go. The winning combination here. We got Nina. There she is. Nina is gonna. Nina is gonna be like an exotic flower blooming in Italy. Yes. Yes. It's gonna bring out the best in you. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, oh, Susan, my uh, Susan K, my latte lady. We got Bing. Uh, we got, oh, we got that. We got Miss Amelia, the love of my life. She's here. She's never far from me, literally and figuratively. <laughs> I think that's it. Hey, listen, I'll see you guys on Saturday and uh, and also on Tuesday. And then, then look up the schedule and see what